0: Hey, 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 Lead with Heart podcast fam. We have an amazing, amazing guest today. She is phenomenal. Her name is Laura Fowler. She is phenomenal beyond all belief. (laughs) She is a wealth (laughs) and embodiment coach for women. (laughs) Um, I just love like just speaking the vibes. (laughs) Laura started out as a single mama and now is a self-made millionaire and she is ready to help you create your wealth your way too. And I just love, um, I I just feel so excited about this podcast episode. So my energy is like so high vibe, so like in flow. And I just really want to like take a moment to like really honor Laura for like hopping on this podcast episode with us today and to talk about wealth building in our business and really being in like alignment on that journey. And we're going to cover a lot of different topics today. So we'll probably be bouncing around on different things, um, especially around like trauma and business, wealth activation, a variety of stuff. Um, and so welcome to the podcast, Laura. So excited to have you here.
1: Hey! <laughs> hi! It's so nice to talk to you again, and hi to all of your community. It's I, I can see you have an amazing community with beautiful messages for all of the women leading with heart, no hustle. Really, like figuring out how to find joy in their lives. So, so many things that are totally aligned with with what I do too.
0: Yeah, and we're so excited to have you here as well. So, to get started, we'd love to hear like more about your story. Like, how did you get into this work? Like, what activated you?
1: Yeah. So my work was born out of my personal mission to change my life. I grew up in a relatively dysfunctional family, um, you know, when you grow up, you don't really know any different. So I just thought what was around me was just the way it is. Uh, I saw my mom crying over bills. I saw my parents fighting. I saw all of this contention and nobody ever feeling like there was enough. There was never like a sense of safety. And I decided at a pretty early age that I didn't know what else there was, because this is all I'd seen, but like there had to be something else. So I kind of had that seed planted. I remember thinking that at like 12 or 13, like this is not the thing that I want to live out in my life, um, I ended up getting pregnant pretty young. So, you know, all the single mamas out there, I hear you, I feel you, like that was me. Um, and I separated myself from my family at that point because I just knew that wasn't the way that I wanted to live. And that kind of healing and growth into becoming who I was meant to be was a long process. And that's the thing that I help women with. So, you know, that pregnancy for me was a lot in a lot of people's minds was like, Oh God, this is terrible. But for me, it was actually like a spark to ignite me to really step forward into now it's me and someone else that I'm responsible for. So, right. So now I have to figure out how do I live this life that I want to gift to my daughter so that she has a different way of, of being. And, you know, by default, I have a different way of being. And so we kind of grew that together. Um, And I did it through entrepreneurship. I did it through healing. I did it through like really getting on purpose and aligned with my joy and what I wanted in life. And that's kind of the things that I work with women on creating your wealth, your way, because it's not the same for everyone. It's, it's different depending on what your heart is, is screaming out for.
0: I love that, and I love how you're really focused on like customizing it for each individual woman. Because I remember, like on my journey, like uh, especially back in 2016, it was like the year of the guru, where Mm -hmm. (laughs) where it's like everybody was following templates. This is the one and only way. This is the secret to get X, Y, Z. And I notice a lot of entrepreneurs, and especially in this community, can get kind of caught up in shiny marketing syndrome or caught up in like, it has to be done a certain way. Um, What have you discovered in your journey with working with clients um, that has really helped them find their unique way versus all the clutter out there? Yeah.
1: So I don't know about you when you saw that, but I was stuck for years because none of those formulas fit me. And I kept trying to jump in and being like, what's wrong with me that I'm doing this thing. Like I'm showing up, I'm doing the work and it's not creating the result I want. And one of the things I realized is, is that I just function differently in the world. So I had to customize the way I do business to the way that I function. And I have a lot of past trauma. And so I had to really learn how to deal with the trauma. And so when I'm working with women, those are things that I'm hypersensitive to. Like, I think you are too. You're very like informed around those areas because it can be so important. We can get stuck and we get really caught in these loops with the mindset, with the strategy and with healing with, to me, those are the three levels legs of like the table that stands up. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I really help women when I'm working with someone, I sit down with them and I really start to get clear on what they want. So we create this like really beautiful vision of what is your wealthiest life because it's different, right? Like some people want the Chanel purses and all of these grand things. I have other clients who are like, I just want to take my family on vacation every year and still be able to pay the bills. So, you know, very different like tiers of what things feel like they're feeding their soul. And, you know, some people want kids, some people don't want kids. So really being able to kind of pull in all the pieces and plan that out so that it's customized for them, and then from there we figure out, okay, well, what are the blocks? Where are you at? Where do you want to go, and how do we create your like millionaire blueprint to get you there? Um, and for some people, you know, some people want a five figure business, some people want a seven figure business. There's so many variables, and I think in social media, like you said, we can get so stuck in like well, aren't we supposed to want a seven figure business? Aren't we supposed to want to have X, Y, Z, but you don't have to like, what if your grandest life, you're making $80,000 a year and you're working, you know, 10 hours a week. And that's just the thing that fuels you and what you want to do. Like, let's just let that be okay. And perfect. And amazing.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that because a lot of times like success is different for each person. Like Success could be like a seven-figure business for one person. Success could be like an 80K a year business for another person. Um, What was really interesting, I was like pinpointing into what you're talking about around trauma. How do you help your clients who have experienced a lot of trauma in their past create an online business? Because it might look way different (laughs) than somebody who might have had like an easier childhood or somebody who... Um, might not have had those different experiences.
1: Yeah. So all of my beautiful souls out there who have had trauma, like I, I hear you. And the visibility can be extra hard. And I think that's the thing you're like diving into because we have to create safety first. So when we've had trauma, we need to really create like a safety in our soul Um, so that we feel like when we go out into the world, we know how to put up our bubble and protect ourselves. And we know how to trust ourselves to put ourselves in spaces that are safe. And so I guess that the core of it, I do meditations and healings and different pieces, but the core of it is you take the the smallest baby steps. And a lot of strategies are set up so that we're supposed to quantum leap and do these mega grand Mm -hmm. things and just like you know, grin and bear it and, you know, just do the thing and then it'll be fine. But if you have trauma, it really doesn't work that way. So you have to kind of take these baby steps of like putting your toe in the water and then creating safety in your body at that space, and then taking another step in and then creating safety at that space. So it's a slow layering Mm -hmm. of creating the self-trust and the trust in the world and your business around whatever your goal is. And I think that's, that's the quickest way to get somewhere with trauma, even though it feels so, so slow.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, no, this is so beautiful because like um, from personal experience, like I had a really hard time in the entrepreneur- entrepreneurship space. Like back in 2016, I, um, I grew faster than I was actually aligned with. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of this audience can really relate to that where I experienced in a three months time, like being featured in Forbes, going viral BBC news, creating like a Facebook group filled with like all these influencers. And I had like this one image right on the front, but I had no back backend systems. I didn't even know how to sell like yeah. all of that stuff. <laughs> and so I remember feeling like, Oh my gosh, like, people have a view of me one way, but I'm not actually aligned or set up for that. Um, What have you noticed with your clients in terms of like some of their blocks that they're coming up to and like, how do you help them with that?
1: Yeah. I mean, so some of the biggest blocks are really this like believing that you're enough and that what you're doing is enough along the way. Cause we start and you, you know, sometimes have some success in the beginning. You're super excited, Mm -hmm. you're inspired, but really building a business, you have to be able to hold that success and hold that inspiration through the middle piece where sometimes it's like you said, you know, you have the chaos because you spring forward and you're like, Oh God, what do I do now? The foundation's not there and you have to kind Mm -hmm. of go back. And other times you're slowly building the foundation and it's taking a long time and it just doesn't. It doesn't feel like the thing you see on social media where people are like, oh, I had a million dollar year or I showed up and 15 people signed up on day one and you're sitting yep. there like, what is happening? So really being able to hold those pieces through that mucky middle to get to the other side. So really it's the constant re- celebrating, regulating your nervous system, celebrating, taking the next step and layering those pieces on, which is why I really like the healing mindset and strategy, right? Like we do the action step and then what comes up for most of my clients within a week or two, they're like, it's not working. What do I do? What am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me? Um, You know, and all of those things most often tie back to really old stories we have, About ourselves, our worth in the world, Um, you know, messages we got about money, about how we're allowed to show up, what we deserve. Um, You, one of my messages when I was young, my family was very big on we aren't people who have wealth, like it's a thing Mm -hmm. other people get to have, right? So there was this clear divide of like we're in the struggle boat (laughs) and other people are out there in the like ease boat and you can't switch boats. So it's really then tapping into doing the deep healing, finding evidence, figuring out how to do the mindset work to change that story because you have to believe, to be able to trust, to be able to, to waver through that middle ground and stay excited because that's Mm -hmm. how you sell, right? Like you have to be excited about your business, your offers. You have to believe in them.
0: Yep. Oh, I love that. That's completely true and and also too, like what I'm hearing and like reflecting back is there's this layer of switching from scarcity to thriving and like from my experience of your work you're like the pro at that so (laughs) so like what um what actionable tips or like, what advice can you give somebody who is experiencing a lot of scarcity in their business and really wants to connect to wealth vibes?
1: Yeah. So one of the tools I love, it's not my tool, Carolyn Elliot, existential kink, it, yeah. you can Google it online, does a fear inventory. I love to have my clients do the fear inventory about struggle, breaking up with struggle because we get so attached to struggle. And there's things that you get from struggle. Struggle allows you to, to be like, to get attention. It allows you to be like pampered often, right? Like people step in because you're struggling. It allows you to have certain bonds that maybe you'll lose if you move forward. Um, and it allows you to not be visible. Like you were talking about before, it can be scary to show up online. And so if you're struggling, it always gives you an excuse to not have to show up to not have to do the next thing. Cause it's not going to work anyway. Right. So so really focusing in on what is struggle giving you? Cause it's giving mm-hmm. us something I spent years, like really, like, okay. I feel like in a relationship with struggle, like we were best friends and you know, it's hard, like, it's almost like heartbreaking to break up with struggle. Cause you're like, I know this partner, like it may not be great, but like, mm-hmm. I get how the tango with you. Like I know what to do. So making that break is, is hard. So one, like figuring out how to break up with that stuck point, which oftentimes is struggle. Um, and then the other piece I really love to think about is getting into super pleasure and celebration. And I know we've talked about this before, but okay. leaning into what is working. Our brain automatically goes to what's not working. What's never going to work. But what if we leaned into every little tiny thing that is working? Um, You know, someone responded on Facebook. We had someone give us a compliment on something that we said. We felt really inspired when we showed up live. Even if no one showed up, it doesn't matter. You know, we showed up and posted five days this week. We saved the money that we decided we were going to save. We, you know, got really on purpose with our spending and we stuck to that and only bought things that brought us joy. So really getting into celebration or around every little piece, because it's so easy to overlook those pieces. And that's where you're winning. That's where you're succeeding. That's where you're building the next version of you who lives in that joy, who lives in wealth, who lives in pleasure, who knows what her success looks like and totally believes in it.
0: Oh, I love that because what you're pretty much doing is you're making it actionable to attune to that wealthy vibes. Cause a lot of times in this space, like People will just say, throw some affirmations on it and you can say it until like, yeah. you're blue in the face. <laughs> but what I'm noticing is you're really helping people like feel it, like create it into their bodies. And then they're connected to that wealth vibe from there. Um, I'm curious about it um, in terms of like nervous system work. Um, somebody say like if somebody's experiencing a lot of trauma from their past and they have um called like flooding. Like when your body like just floods (laughs) with like Mm -hmm. emotion or like reactivity, like how do you help your clients, um, who are experiencing like that reactivity, like soothe their nervous system and get, uh, reconnected to their wealth vibes.
1: Yeah. So if someone has a huge amount of trauma as in it's overwhelming their like existence, like therapy, right? Like I refer them out to someone to talk to. If mm-hmm. someone is in a place where they're regulated enough that they can do it in a coaching container. One of the biggest things, which is one of the hardest things is we work on sitting with the feeling. So mm-hmm. we work on all the things you do, like after you sit with the feeling, cause you don't want to stay there forever. But what we learn when we have nervous system dysfunction and when we have trauma is to disconnect. We're not allowed to be angry. We're not allowed to have strong feelings. They're bad. Um, They're not safe. So really learning to sit with those feelings. And that's something that I do a lot with my clients in container and then have them do on their own is like small practices to sit Mm -hmm. with. You know, I woke up and I wanted to post and I went online or I looked at my bank book and my bills and I got so overwhelmed that I just, wanted to hide under the covers. Okay. Like hide under the covers, set a timer for 15 minutes, like, like be under there cuddling yourself and then sit up, take some deep breaths, like really breathe into your body and feel in your body. Where is that discomfort? Where is the feeling of it's not working? Everything's falling apart. I want to burn it all down, whatever the things are and feel those in your body and be with them. Like let them exist because as we let them exist, as we shine some light on like the shame and the shadowy feelings, they dissipate, they start to get weaker and they lose their power. And so one of the biggest things we do is like being with them.
0: Yeah. And
1: then there's tons of other tools we use around that. Cause you don't want to stay forever in that state of like, holy crap, this feels so uncomfortable, <laughs> <laughs> but we also do want to get used to like, I love yoga. And one of the things Mm -hmm. I compare it to is like, you stay on your mat when you go to yoga, even if the class is hard, even if you have to sit down, even if you lay down and you're in Savasana, you stay on your mat. And so how do we do that in our life
0: where Mm. we stay
1: in the feeling, we stay in the experience, we stay in what we're creating?
0: You know, it's so interesting. I see this show up a lot in launches is where if a launch, oh, okay. So when you start a launch, (laughs) oh, this juicy. Okay, (laughs) When you start a launch, Like you have the highest vibes, the highest intention. You're like, this is going to be so great. You have all these goals. And then what I notice is in day three or four, maybe Mm -hmm. day five. Yeah. Sometimes even day two, you start to doubt yourself and then you can easily go down a spiral. And if you listening to those thoughts, you'll end your launch. Right. And say like, it was a flop. Or if you push through it or move through it, stay on your mat, like how you're talking about like you see your launch through and then you get valuable information or hit your launch goals. So- So I love that.
1: I love your two ends because that's the thing I also teach people. Like, it doesn't yep. have to be that it fills up. It has to be that you learned something, you did the thing. Mm-hmm. And so, what we do is we make the process of staying in it, of staying on your mat. That's the yep. win. It's not that you sold out, it's that you showed up. And, like you said, you get valuable information. So, yep. I, I just want to point that out because that's like gold <laughs> that you're dropping right there. That's magic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, no. I, I love like how you're breaking this down and like really making it like digestible for like the listeners and like what we're sharing is, um, cause it, it shows up in so many areas of your business. Like it shows up in sales. It could show up in your visibility. It could show up in your launching. It could show up, um, in so many areas. And if we apply like what you're teaching on this call to those different areas, you're going to move through it and hold the pose longer. So like What I'm curious about is, um, so you've hit seven figures in your business, like what was like one, um, millionaire mistake or millionaire learning lesson you learned along the journey that like you would tell old you.
1: I'm gonna answer your question, but I'm gonna correct you first. I am six yeah. figures, multiple six figures in my business. I am seven figures of wealth. So I yeah. have multiple, multiple seven-figure wealth. Mm-hmm. And I say that because one of the things I tell a lot of my clients is they think they have to have seven-figure businesses to become mm-hmm. a millionaire or to become a multimillionaire. And you don't have to have a seven-figure business to become a millionaire or a multimillionaire. You can do it by getting on purpose with your money, wherever yep. your money is. So I have clients that have hit million dollars in net worth by having a five slash six figure business, like vacillating back and forth. So mm-hmm. I just want to share that piece. Yep. Um, and then your question, which I just forgot your question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'll show up messy and imperfect and be like, I have no idea. <laughs> I, no,
0: that's, I honestly, like with this podcast, like, um, that's Hey, listeners, because even with like the intro here, like I was like, are we going to re-record this? Nope, we're doing it messy. (laughs) Because like, this is how I live my life. Like,
1: let me show you all the imperfections.
0: (laughs) No, because it's empowering too. I think so much of like what we're talking about on this podcast and it's just like flowing out is just being self-compassionate with yourself and not going into perfectionism mode. Yeah. Because perfectionism mode keeps you stuck and it keeps you not moving versus like when you move messy and when you just show up and when you're being consistent and you're holding that pose, like you're going to hit your goals and you're going to hit your journey like so much faster. Um, and what I love too, and, and I just want to touch in on this topic a bit because this is, that's really cool is um, like you creating businesses where they're not Quote unquote seven figure businesses, but you're having seven figures in wealth. Like, talk to me a bit more about that. Like, how do you guys do that? What are some of the things that show up to create that?
1: Yeah. So when we're talking about wealth, so when I have people come to me and we're really focusing on wealth building, we lean into, so we start off with the vision, right? We talked about the Mm -hmm. vision. We set that really solidly. And you mentioned earlier that about getting the feeling into your body. So I am so big on the feeling of wealth. So one of the things I really focus on my clients with is it doesn't matter where you are. We need to start getting you feeling aligned with your money and feeling wealthy, whether you have you know half a million dollars in the bank or a million dollars, or you have, $5. $5. It doesn't matter. So this is like a little activity that people love that I'll share real quick and then I'll get back to the, the path. Yep. But, um, so remember that if I freak out. <laughs>
0: love that we're going in all these different flows exactly exactly (laughs) let's go let's go (laughs) okay so
1: exercise that people really love feeling wealthy today Mm -hmm. is think about like in your grandest vision of your life so let's say recently I was talking about this and someone said one of my visions is that I go to Paris I want to spend like the summer in Paris chilling out relaxing like watching people like not worrying feeling like high vibe and Mm -hmm you know, Parisian. Right. And so what I would do with that is like, let's pull down. What are the feelings around that? Maybe it's freedom. Maybe it's like Mm. being able to go outdoors. Maybe it's having a loose schedule. Maybe it's feeling joy. So what in your life right now would tie into those feelings and that vision. And so what she came up with is that she was going to go every Friday and she was going to invite a different friend. And she was going to go sit at a cafe, a French cafe by her house. And she was going to block off two hours to just Sit and have like some pastries and have a coffee and have casual conversation with nothing else that was required of her, watch people, enjoy the sun, whatever the thing was. And yeah. so to, that's one of the pieces that I teach people. Like, how do we start pulling wealth into our days now, even if we don't have the money yet? So that costs what, maybe $5, $10. And so for a lot of us, that's more accessible than spending three months in Paris. So yeah. we can build <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> to the bigger thing. And like, yes, in the future, I want to have the ability to like the snap of a finger, book a trip to Paris, spend three months there doing what I want to do. But today, what can I do? Because if we're just waiting and never doing a thing that brings us joy, that's not that fun. So that's one of the things I I really love to tap into when we do the visioning or what are like two or three or four things that you can start to incorporate in your life that really light you up and let you feel the freedom, let you feel the safety, let you feel the joy, whatever the feelings are you're trying to build with wealth building. So that's a mindset piece. But a lot of people really love to do that activity and try to come up with, Okay, what would be my thing? Like, what would be my big vision? And how do I reel it back to right now and start doing it? So, that's kind of the idea of feeling wealthy today. Um, And then, as far as wealth building, like, I work with people on numbers because numbers are important. I'm not a financial advisor, but we really kind of niche it down. A lot of people spend in areas that they don't even realize they're spending, that aren't bringing them joy, um, that are out of habit, not really on purpose. I had someone the other day who was spending $500 a month in like miscellaneous subscriptions and things. And she's like, I don't even use any of these. So there's $500 that you could buy something pretty rad every month (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) that you just didn't realize. So that's like getting you on purpose, like really looking at your numbers and going through them and, and deciding we are anti-deprivation. I want you to buy like things that bring you joy when they bring you joy, when you want them. But let's get out of the habit of spending to like fill a hole. Let's instead do the healing. Let's get out of the habit of spending because your friend spent when you really don't care about that thing. Like that's, that's also kind of healing and reminding yourself who you are. So the, the wealth work starts from the inside out, and then we go through your numbers and then we churn through your mindset and figure out what money stories did you grow up with? Like, what do you need to heal so that you are aligned and in full belief that you can create whatever you want because we were all born Mm -hmm. amazingly powerful right yeah and then we're taught all these crazy things to keep us small and our brain really learns staying small is staying safe and it's always back there like even as we're moving jumping back to the thing i think i forgot to answer around launching i love it Like when we're launching, one of the things that come up is your safety part of your brain, like your little monkey mind in the back. That's like, no, don't do that. That's scary. Don't, don't put yourself out there. Don't let people see you quote unquote fail. Don't show up to launch and then say like, no one signed up. You would look ridiculous, but would you like, does it matter? And so really it's kind of soothing that monkey mind and becoming the objective observer to the spiral that's going on in your head, the crazy and letting it be okay. Like even when I launch, sometimes, like you said, two or three days in, I'm like, no one's signed up. Maybe no one cares about anything I say. Maybe like this whole business is going to burn down, (laughs) you know, like maybe I'll end up living in a tent in the backyard with the raccoons. It's all, (laughs) it's all possible. (laughs) So just letting that Mm -hmm. be okay. Letting your brain go through the spiral. And then at the end, getting back up and going back to work.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so true because a lot of times too, is there's um, what I've noticed with clients is there's this belief that everybody's staring at you on the internet, mm-hmm. like that they're like, Oh, she didn't post today. Or, Oh, like she, uh, you know, didn't have enough like likes on her post," or, you know, just like these, these monkey yeah. thoughts. And the reality is, is everybody's busy on the internet. Like you actually like, you know, they're living their lives and people are like self-focused on their own stuff too. And like, um, I think a lot of the, the hardness or like the self-criticism isn't really necessary <laughs> at yeah. all. Um, cause everybody's just doing the best that they can. And, um, what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing is like really like beneath the surface of what you truly help your clients with is that self-compassion aspect. Because that self-compassion is just going to like light a spark and light a fire for everything else that they do.
1: Yes. The self-compassion, the grace, yeah, the celebration, yeah. the really like this the normalizing. So I've been in business for quite a while. A lot of my clients are newer in business. And so although I'm not a business coach, I do a lot of business mentorship when I'm working with women because building your business is a piece of building your wealth and they tie together, right? We can't, one of the things I have found hard with coaching is that you get a business coach or you get a coach on money or you get a coach on life but like, they're all separate. So do you need to have Mm -hmm. like, you know, five coaches at all times? So I integrate all of the things when I'm working with women, because it's all integrated. If you're a mama, your life is integrated. If you're like, you know, a woman trying to find a relationship, your relationship is integrated. It's all taking pieces of your energy time and it's important to you. So really tying all of the things together and realizing that again, like your success is what you make of it. And what everyone else is doing out of there is out there is a little bit like none of your business. Um, And I don't say that in a mean way, but social media is not truth, right? There's people who show up saying, I made a million dollars. They're not talking about how they came from the last 10 years of building to that.
0: Mm. Or,
1: you know, I work four hours a week. Well, great. But do you have a staff of 20 people that maybe these people reading the post don't, that you're not mentioning? And you know that, right? Yep. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) I mean, so really leaning into realizing that people are only showing you like the most golden, shiny nugget of their life. They're not for the most part showing you the other pieces the struggles the the they woke up even though they're making a million dollars and no one commented on their post or you know signed into their new program or yeah. whatever the thing is so all of these things are happening all around and once you've been in business for a while you realize that is so important to see and to normalize that even people who we idolize as the top of our industry still wake up and wonder if people like them. They still wonder if they're enough. They still get stuck in like, oh my God, I said this thing. Is everyone going to like think this about me? It happens no matter in my experience, no matter where you are, because I have clients that are way up there that are, you know, super high in the, you know, respect world of coaching, of therapy, of business, whatever. And they, they still come with those same pieces. So it's really figuring out how do you get through them quicker? How do you mm-hmm. become objective? So you don't spiral as much or as long, and you can pull yourself back out to get back to your life, to your joy, to your work, to your passions, and mm-hmm. not stay in that spiral. I, d- I don't know anyone who I've ever talked to who doesn't have like mindset struggles, who doesn't sometimes doubt the thing they're trying to create. I think that's just a part of human nature yeah. that we need to normalize, right? So it's okay if you doubt. It's okay if you wake up and feel like they can do it, but I can't. Like they're thinking the same thing about someone else. <laughs> preach,
0: <laughs> preach. So just normalize it, just normalize it. <laughs> oh, beautiful. I love it. Um, so we're going to be um, finishing up this podcast episode, but before we close, I have I always ask a question for my guests. So what is it on your heart that you want to share with this audience today?
1: I, I just want women to know, or people to know, like like I work with women, but it doesn't matter who you are out there. Humans, humans to know that you get to enjoy this life. You only get this one life, you know, that we know of who knows, maybe there's others out there and you get to enjoy it. So Try to shed off all of the pieces that are holding you back from that, whether you do it working with someone or you do it on your own and start to focus in on the joys that you have and the joys that you're building, because that's really the point, in my opinion, of being here is enjoying it is believing in yourself, loving yourself, you are a freaking phenomenal person. You know, we're all different. We all have different pluses and minuses and strengths and weaknesses and honor them all because they all have a purpose in this world and really link into you get to live on purpose. You get to live your joy. You get to have whatever things you want. If you are willing to step up, get on purpose and do the work to create them.
0: Amen. (laughs) Amen. Um, beautiful, beautiful. I, Thank you so much for being on this podcast episode and sharing with us today. How can my audience stay connected with you?
1: I sent you all the links, but I'm on Instagram at Fowler. I am on Facebook at The Embodied Millionaire, and I have a podcast, Come Watch Amanda. We had an amazing episode, The Magic and the Mess, um, where we talk about real talk around business and being a woman in business to try to normalize all of... mess that's out there in between the magical moment. So all of those places you can find me, my DMS are always open. So if you want to chat, if you have a question, if you just want to say, hi, just send me, send me a message.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Um, and all those links will be linked up in the show notes. So click, click, click. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Um, you. (laughs) And if you, uh, love this episode, feel free to share it with your friends, your family, your biz besties, And write us a five-star review. That's how people can find out about this podcast. And we love you all so, 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 so much. And send you, you so much love.